Hello guys and welcome to TLS, the less simpler with Jorday, a space created for vibes and everything entertainment, discussing all of those questions you've always wanted to ask. Guys, it is another episode and I am so, so like I'm overjoyed. You can sense that already. Like this episode is one of those episodes that you just listen and you be like, mm, they are eating the meal. Like we're going to shake tables, break tables, dismantle it, do everything possible and trash it at the end of the day. Okay, guys, I want to start by saying a very big thank you to everyone that has supported the TLS podcast from the very start to this moment. You guys are amazing, wonderful from your likes, your subscribes, the the critics the follows everything i just want to say big thank you and also if you are a first-time listener please do well to listen to our previous episodes just so you get an insight most especially the trailer episode so you get an insight on what the tls podcast is really all about and remember to subscribe and also share with your friends and families Welcome back to TLS, The Less Simpler with Jodey. Guys, you know how it is on the show. We always bring amazing, lovely, lovely guests. And today's conversation, we're not doing just one, but we're doing having two guests on the show. Hmm. Yes, when I said we're going to break and shake tables, you thought I was joking, right? Anyways, guys, today's conversation is you're not Gen Z, you're just being rude. And that's the reality. But I'm not going to be doing this alone, of course. I'm going to start by introducing our guest, one of our amazing guests here on the show. Welcome to the TLS podcast. Thank you. I'm honored to be here, Jadi Sola. Nice. I am Chase Dudu, a student physicist, a realtor, a fashion enthusiast, critic, and designer, and most importantly, a light that cannot be dimmed. <laughs> oh, oh my God. All right. <laughs> Our second guest is all speaking all the way from Cyprus. Welcome to the TLS podcast. Hi guys, my name is Abdullah Bolubwa. I'm very honored to be on the TLS podcast. Ooh, nice. Um, so um, Chase Adore already introduced himself. I'm sure you'd like to you know tell the listeners who you are and what you do. Uh, yes, I'm a digital creator and an entrepreneur. I currently live students in Cyprus. Nice. You didn't tell them about the old um, food thing. Yes, I have three different businesses actually. I'm into the media, um, food, and fashion. Nice, nice, nice one, guys. Okay, so um, I want to say a very big thank you for being here, the both of you. I mean, taking out your time from your busy schedules just to be here for the TLS podcast. It's a great honor to have you both. You're welcome. No, thank you. You guys are being so polite to me. What's happening? Listen up, listen up, listen up. Well, uh, we can't break tables like this with this energy. Let's, you know, let's enhance our energies. Okay, so let's start with um, Jerry. Are you Gen Z or not? Mm, from an honest opinion, I would say I'm stuck in between being a Gen Z okay. and a millennial. Okay. But most people say I'm Gen, Gen Z. Z. So I'm Gen Z. Okay. <laughs> so, Avalulu, from your own end, I won't myself as Gen Z. Okay. <laughs> so, um, All right. Gen Z. 
All right, fair enough. You guys are not going to ask me if I'm Gen Z or not. Are you Gen Z? Are you Gen Z? I'm not Gen Z. I'm not. I'm an old woman <laughs> to the core. Why do you describe yourself as an old woman? Well, actually, my my siblings say that. I mean, so the way I talk, the way I interact with them, my dressing, they even tell me down to my hairstyles. Like I give them this old old auntie vibes. <laughs> it's crazy. But then let's start. With, I think we should start with what's what's this Gen Z thing because growing up as a child, I don't think I was really open to this all oh, your Gen Z you are not like I think it was just up until a couple of years people started all oh, this Gen Z thing your millennial all those kind of things like when did all this thing start what's Gen Z what's been Gen Z like oh by Lulu for me it's this new generation of children yeah children just came out. <laughs> yeah they started living their lives on the internet they started giving out everything that they think reality is an illusion it's just it's just a joke I like to see you, to be very honest that's, that's with you. I like the old children thing because I, I think that's just it. I think that's just it. I think it's just a bunch of, you know, let me choose the word children still. <laughs> okay, wait, let's let's ask, let me ask um Jerry, because I think Jerry wants has something to say. To you, what's Gen Z? First, I'll disagree with Tobalulu okay. regarding Gen Z <laughs> as children because I will not call myself a child. Child, yeah. <laughs> Gen Z or Generation Z is mm-hmm. a generation that had internet access, okay. access to social media, mm-hmm. the old book culture mm-hmm. was fully imbibed in this generation. Mm-hmm. And a lot of millennials get angry because people that fall in between this age grade are mm-hmm. people from 10 to 25. And oh. most millennials actually, they see Gen Zs as younger siblings. So Yeah, duh. <laughs> Wait, okay. Couple of the fact that I think I still fall in that range. From, I'm not going to tell you guys my age, but I still fall in that range. But then I feel like the way I kind of like reason things is just different. You made mention of um, woke. What do you mean by woke? Woke and social. You said woke and social. Media. Yes, woke. Being woke. <laughs> okay. Because if you say woke on the internet, it means that we, the, I mean, those who the internet, those who are not woke. Exactly. Like, exactly. So like, are we not woke? Still- I feel like the whole, you know, being woke thing it's it's just a way to just cover up some of their messes so to say you let me use an example for you um there was one time at home myself and my brother we went to see our parents that morning and me i fell on my knees and i actually greeted them and then my brother was like just give this normal like hi good morning he was like good morning sir good morning Ah. and i'm like uh excuse you when did that one start? And he was like, ah, do I need to go down on my knees? I don't know. Do I need to prostrate? I'm like, duh, you're, you're meant to do that. So it's like, you know, he made mention of something. He said, you're too old. And I was like, wow, <laughs> you're too old. <laughs> too old for what? To, to greet your parents. For me, I feel like being woke thing is just them just creating something that's out of nothing, really. Because, you know, it's just like, it's just like you come into a workplace and then you say um, everyone is greeting your boss. You don't have the right to greet your boss. I mean, since it's just greetings. Like, do you get? So, about your younger brother not prostrating yeah. to greet your parents, yeah. I think... The old Gen Z era yeah. is eradicating some cultural like yes, absolutely. Which a lot of people are beginning to speak out and yes. speak up yes. on issues that don't sit right yes. with them. So being woke actually, I would describe it as something that is personal. Okay. My definition of woke is different from, from your definition mm. of woke. So being woke is personal and so not. So what's being woke like to you? To me, doing things at your pace, not being okay. rushed. 
Okay. Testing waters, not struggling to fit in. Testing waters, okay. <laughs> just cruising through life. Okay. Besides, life is not that difficult. Yeah, life is not that difficult, yes. But then you say testing waters. I think there has to be a whole lot of like explanations about. Or what do you think, Obalulu? Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm actually want to know more about what he's saying. So I'm still trying to process a lot of things that he's saying. So please explain the testing of what he's saying. So let me give you a clearer insight on what testing water means. There was this time I was working in customer care support. Okay. I had access to telephone, mails, and sending, receiving, and all. Okay. The job was comfortable. The place is relaxing. But I was under too much pressure from my boss clients okay. and the space generally okay you come in a lot of people trying to check your dressing okay. i had issues with dressing the way i chose to look and all at some point the one that broke the camel's back was when a client called in and the next thing was speaking to me rudely on the phone saying that i don't know how to talk wow he called me rude without me even getting the chance to express myself. But there must have been something that you've had a conversation with that person before. Yes, we had a, we had a conversation prior to okay. you, him calling me rude and all. But No, like I'm then, saying like before the whole, I mean, you guys must have had conversations before he texting you and calling and saying you're rude. Yes, we did. Okay. Okay, so go on. I got back. I tried to treat everything from my end, from a relaxed end and mm-hmm. all, but... Getting to meet the man or knowing the man from my fellow workers, okay. they said that the man is rude, arrogant, and he lashes at people, people okay. because he's a friend to my boss. Oh, and okay. All. So he wanted to take that as an advantage yes. to just speak to you anyhow. Yes. Okay. okay. So um, I'm going to actually highlight some things that you made. <laughs> you know, you said um, people were um, they were talking about your dressing and all. But is it just me? But I feel like every organization has their way, their culture, so to say. And what? Like a dress code. Yeah, like a dress, yes. So the all, that's, I think that's where this all, you know, being woke thing as as a Gen Z now. Those listen and you're Gen Z because I know the others, you know, we the old ones. Like you people call us. (laughs) We won't do that. We abide by rules. But then the thing is, in every organization or anywhere you go to, I think adapting to them it's not you changing yourself you can still be yourself you don't stay at work for forever you don't stay at work for 24 hours i think just eight hours or thereabout or maybe max 10 hours you're out you're out of work so if it's just like abide to those you know rules for those period in time i think that would do and that's where we have a problem with them they feel like you know this whole um me being woke thing is like i want to do my own thing but then they, they're called what like, I don't have to follow the rules. I don't have to follow Exactly. Exactly. And like d- life is all about protocols. Life is all about rules. <laughs> Can I ask like, a quick question? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, definitely. Just, okay, so you, got, you said you were a customer care company, right? Yes. Um, in your customer care company, when you got the job, did you um, get orders from the boss like, this is how you're going to dress? Or was there a particular way the other workers were dressed this would work? No, there was no brief, actually, when I got the job. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. So you were meant to dress anyhow, and you also said that they were complaining about how you dress to work. Well, no. Wait, let me let me come in there. So now Jerry is a fashionista. So when Jerry, okay. yeah. So Jerry is um someone that um his style of dressing might not be what everybody else likes, but then he's quite yeah. unique. So I think in that aspect, I think the old dressing thing 
would be he trying to be comfortable, but then they're not seeing him in that light. You get. Yeah, that's understandable. I mean, you're coming to work. I mean, in a business setting, I think you're meant to dress like proper in a business setting, not in a fashion setting. Because, I mean, a business setting is very different from a fashion setting. Okay. Yeah, I'm into fashion and I'm also into business. I know when I go for meetings, yeah, yeah. like I go for a contract and everything, I don't think of, oh, yeah, I'm going for a fashion show. I'm yeah. Going for an exhibition. I'm mm. going to do business. Yeah. I think you have so a point if there. I'm going to work. I know that, yes, okay, I'm going to handle clients and I'm going to talk about clients and I'm going to face a bunch of people mm. so that it's true. And the only thing here, the way you dress is the way people treat you or how mm. they say. Um, the way you dress, always, the way yeah, you want to be addressed, so, something like that. Yeah, mm. exactly, that's it. Mm. So I think it's all on you if you problem you for your dressing and mm. work. Mm. So if you want to be fashionable, I'm not saying you should not be fashionable, yeah. mm. you're a fashionable man, but you should always know where to be fashionable. You know, there was one time I read something on um, Twitter that day and I was just laughing. So this guy was complaining that they actually sacked him. And um, the reason was because he said he came to work on a Tuesday. He wore shorts and um, what's he called? Um, this adiwear top like that. And he was like, they were looking at him. I was like, and he said this thing. I was like, I'm just being comfortable in my, like, and to me, I was like, that's totally insane because you come into work when it's not even on a Friday, you come into work in shorts. Like, are you trying to like seduce someone or what? And the fact that he was, you know, in the comment section, he was actually, this guy was actually still defending himself, telling, saying this all, you know, in my life, I can do whatever it is I want to do. <laughs> kind of a thing exactly the all you know gen z thing that's where they all make that sort of like mistake so to say you know protocols are protocols follow these protocols and you'll be good can i actually come in to interject okay about the man wearing shorts to work with yeah. his idea top yeah. to me i feel he needs to be comfortable why it should he <laughs> it, it doesn't have to it doesn't have to yeah. be in a suit, tie, white, maybe good corporate shoes or anything to do his job. Yeah, but so far he's delivering. I don't think an organization should have a problem with well, the Well, that code. is, to be very honest with you, that's why I think every organization, they always have their own and books. They, I'm sure there must yeah. have been something there that must have, so you're not meant to wear trousers and things. You could just, I mean, you could, uh, you could that, that's a way of seduction, so to say. Yes, because any normal woman, any woman will see your ties. No, he could. What if he's putting on this like extremely short um short, <laughs> and it's like he's all his ties are showing, and he's walking here and there, and some of them even put on this sh- extremely tight shorts. Have you seen those extremely tight ones? Imagine that kind, and then you you're all tucked in with your belts and your sneakers, and you're looking like really really hot. A workplace is meant to be focused on your work, do your work, and get the fuck out. You see, the thing is, even if you now want to be like on a native attire, be on a native attire completely, like dress down, yes. dress down, yes. let them know you're on, you're a native man. Yes. Imagine you actually had something to do in the office urgently, maybe just stopped by coming from somewhere and he just needs to get something and like he works remotely not him going to oh. work <laughs> but where is he coming from on a Tuesday morning wherever he must have been coming from from a club anywhere anywhere and then see <laughs> proper Gen Z people I mean you go to a club Monday night after work and then you're coming back in the morning morning no, no. no see <laughs> that's absolutely wrong what is wrong is wrong you're in an office setting follow the protocols and we'll all be fine 
like really don't come and seduce me in, at the workplace when I'm glued to my what's it called my um, my laptop trying to figure out the tax for the day and I'm seeing one man with his legs here and there moving around asking honestly <laughs> honestly I think all millennial people are sad and disappointed why because why because why because they don't get the chance to actually express themselves the way they want to and once they see a Gen Z expressing himself for herself they feel like i can't get to do this i can't do this because of my age and all mm. of that so i think the age and the generation called millennials there is a barrier a stumbling block they need to actually bridge down wow but then the, the, the truth is wait uh, okay but do you want to speak on that that is actually very important there's no age barrier to do anything yes because you can do anything at any age age at any age it's what you're doing. I mean, okay, yeah. see that guy as an example, yeah? He's going to work in shorts and everything. If he's a salesman, for example, and I come and I want to get something, I want to get your product. Once I approach your company, I won't, I won't look at you as a worker of the company. Mm. I look at you as probably one of those customers or something. Mm. And if you get paid by the amount of people that work up to you, I mean, he's definitely not getting paid for that day. Mm. For the hour, the hour, the hour, the hour, the hour. That's you missing out on your salary. That's you missing out on mm. part of your life. You wasted your time and goals on that company. Yeah. Because you want to be constantly out that you should not live your life. Yes, I, mean, I agree. <laughs> and actually, you have to think about all these things. I feel like James, they don't think about what happens in the future. No, and they're saying we're sad. Things. We're not sad. We're not. Exactly. We're, they have, we're, we're the most happy people because we're not the ones yeah, dealing with mental health. And the, the truth is, many of them think that we're not sad. We're just people that understand life and we know when to do things and when not to do things. <laughs> just Und- it. Okay, understand life. Is yes. there actually a manual for life? No, that's not. Well, actually... Well, I believe everything in life is about protocols and following rules so you don't get caught. We make the rules ourselves. Yeah, well, apparently we do make rules. Yes, we do make rules, but then there are some that you need to abide by. Okay, it's just like me saying, okay, I want to be a free person. I'm just going to stand on the road and I know, okay, this person is going to see me and my rule is, I put, um, what's it called, cardboard. My rule is, don't eat me. Who gives a fuck? This truck man will see you and do what they need to do. Do you understand? So that's 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 the rule is you know that you're not meant to stand in the middle of the road because you might get eat by a truck because nobody gives a fuck about you. Do you get so there are some rules, there are some laid down rules that you're just meant to abide by. Not because you can't do things on your own, but it's just the necessary things you're meant to do. Speaking about rules, let me chip this in. I come from an African society, Nigeria okay. to be precise, Edo yeah. State. There are some cultures that I grew up with that okay. are still in me, even as I'm trying so hard to embrace this okay. woke culture okay. and being a Gen Z. Okay. And there are some that I just choose to do away with. Okay. Situations whereby an adult might be inflicting pain on you and or probably insulting you mm-hmm. in a way that you don't like. Okay. The Nigerian society would expect a Gen Z or anybody within the age of 10 to 25 to keep quiet because you are receiving instructions from an elder. Well, who happens to be like in his late thirties? Okay. Oh, but are you going to talk about that or should? <laughs> well, um, currently I'm not going to talk about that. Okay. I, okay. I that, that, that matters depending on your culture. Okay. And how you talk It really depends on whoever brings you up. I was just going to explain here based on like how I see that. Okay. Life is actually not hard. It's weak human beings. Make your heart, yeah. And we um, do that by, you know, bringing all those rules and everything, yeah. And 
to live life, it has now become a norm. So to live life, we actually now have to follow these rules if you want to survive life. Hmm. And that's what we've seen. That's what we are not changing. We've seen. We've seen the reality of things. Yes. And we have to follow those rules. And yes. we're trying to do that so that we can survive. Yes. Gen Z is not woke ones, unquote, <laughs> are trying to live outside of those realities. Yes. And themselves skewed. Exactly. So that what we the other ones to cry over you. That is not the <laughs> Focus. We know what is happening. Exactly. Earn for ourselves, and you know, maybe be comfortable later when we're not dead. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. Now, if you have into a company sector, you're in a company. You're you have rules in that company. You want to be seen in that company based on what society you know knows already. Mm. You're working under a company, and then people want to you know come to the company and you know do stuff with you, work with you. You're meant to dress the setting, look at the setting, act the setting, yeah. speak the setting. Don't say, oh, because I want to be found to express myself, I want to, you know, do whatever I want to do. I'm not going to answer this customer. It's yourself you're playing with, it's your life you're playing with. Yes. It's your salary you're playing with. So, I mean, I feel like if you want to express yourself, express yourself in your own way, in your own zone, in your own environment. Do not do it under another person's environment, mm. or another person's environment. Mm. Another I feel you. I feel you. That's going to get you fired. Yeah. That's going to get you out of life. Yes, absolutely. I'm going to speak on this. Adding to what you said, the thing is, a whole lot of the Gen Zs in court don't know how to express themselves. Sometimes you could pass down an information in a polite way, but then still make sense out of it. I'm going to use an example. Take, for instance, you and your parents are having maybe someone took something in the house and they are actually addressing it to you. A normal Gen Z will be like, could be like, why the fuck are you saying that? I didn't do that. I mean, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Trying to talk back at your parents. And that would seem rude. But then someone that's way older would approach this, the matter in a, in a very, very conducive way. So probably after they're done talking, mom is not like that. Why don't you check the, it this way? Have I ever stolen before? That's in a very, very subtle way. And they would definitely, any normal person will see sense in what you're saying. Not you coming napping at that instant where the conversation is at that would obviously sound rude and no one would want to listen to you in as much as we try to ignore what the millennials are saying concerning rules regulation talking <laughs> when you're not supposed to talk and all no no I, I did point out now that you can communicate you can actually express yourself but in a very very approachable manner okay our parents generation yeah that is the generation that precedes the millennials gen yeah. X they are People that raised us not to speak up. Mm. In as much as you try to find expression and tell them, okay, what I've done or what, or this is a wrong allegation, they still try to still shut you up. Mm. A situation where a child is actually trying to air out his opinion and the next thing you receive is a slap or a bara, like a big bang <laughs> at well, the back of your Well, back, you will get it. I feel like, well, actually, I feel like, no, to be very honest, I support him in that, but then I feel like it's the way you approach it. It's just the way you approach the matter. Okay, let me share this experience on how, like, the whole culture, greeting, and everything has really, like, eaten into the whole society okay. and how it has messed things up. Okay. Okay, in a corporate space or a formal space where you work, you are obliged to call like people by their first name Mm -hmm. but in nigeria you find yourself working in a space whereby maybe your boss is actually in her 60s or in his 70s and you call the man daniel he Mm -hmm. picks an offense 
okay. being that you are young. Mm-hmm. And they actually expect you to either put Mr. Daniel. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mr. Daniel will feel proper. But in Nigeria, maybe Egbon, you can't okay. call them by their name. name. Okay. Yeah. To me, I agree. it's rubbish. Well, I agree with you. Uh, I don't agree because in any formal setting, no matter where you are in the world, because I am currently in Cyprus here, okay. and no matter where you are in the world, you are meant to address anybody, but maybe you lecture as anybody, or you know anybody as you know, Mr. Miss, Miss, hmm. you know, or wow. doctor, you need to address them with respect. respect. The same respect you give them that you give you back. back. Hmm. In Nigeria, it's the same thing that happens. It's yeah. just that it comes with a discipline, because they're trying to teach you that respect so that you don't travel abroad and then mess it up. Hmm. Because... People are they don't respect we Africans, they don't respect we Nigerians. Mm. And it's the way we act. Mm. We go outside, we call people their names. Do I know you from anywhere? Am I calling you? Speaking about <laughs> respect, <laughs> do millennials actually respect Gen Z's? Obalulu. Yes, they do. Yes, we do. Yes, we don't actually. <laughs> yes, we do. Don't. How, yes. don't, how don't we? For instance, you actually have like an errant person at home, and this person is a lot older than you, and is being paid to go on errands. You as a young child actually telling the person to go get you something. The person still expects a form of respect from you. Okay. Being that, okay, this person is there. And they seem to forget that they are on the job. Okay. There was a time my mom had a driver. This man is even old enough to be my father. Okay. And I realized that the man has been acting in ways that don't seem right at all. Okay. I called my mom about it, speaking to her. She said I should speak to the man politely which i did but the man chose not to answer me okay so me being in that position do you expect i should still have an atom of regard for that man well i think that's the right thing to do in as much as it does not recognize you you made yeah but you made mention of the fact that he was old enough to be your father now, if he was your dad... My was, father would not disrespect me. No, I, I understand that he wouldn't disrespect you. But if perhaps a point in time comes and your dad does something to you, would you take that as an offense and say, oh, I'm going to be disrespectful towards my dad? No, because he's my father. Exactly. That's the thing. The fact that he's older than you and the fact that you already acknowledge the fact that he was old enough to be your dad, that respect should be there, regardless of whether or not he was giving the respect or not, he was reciprocating it or not. You doing your own as... Funny how it's not going to take anything from you. It's not going to remove like a strand of hair from you. It's not going to do it. It's not going to bend you. It's just you doing the right thing, actually. Okay, and again, I'm sorry. Um, so, um, another thing, you can't actually react to you in a very bad way if you've not done something that was slightly displeasing to him, was slightly okay. disrespectful to him. Me trying to point out his faults and being young, is that the issue here? Okay. Calm down, calm down, calm down. For example, yeah, he's on the job. He was employed by your father, mm-hmm. right? Which means he works for your whole family. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to send him on an errand, yeah, he's doing the job. He's doing the job that he was employed to do. Mm-hmm. Which means if you want to ask him, based on age, now you're going to walk up to him with respect. Mm-hmm. Hi, please, can you help me do this? Yeah. <laughs> another he's, angle, he's, another angle. If he's a reason, you go and meet your father. Sir, please, I kindly ask him to do something. Yeah. Mm. 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 Mm.
mm. because that's where res- that's where you lose all his respect for you mm. as you know the younger one, and then you have mm. respect for him too. So you actually have to know how to approach him, yeah, because he's employed by your father, yeah, yeah and your father's one, so he's doing his job. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you very so much. much for the schooling. <laughs> Can we like take something else? Okay. <laughs> Imagine. Okay, aside from this whole respect, okay. whatever, but are millennials actually living in their truths, unlike Gen Z's? Yes, yes we are. I don't yes, think so. Yes, we are. I don't think so. Yes, we are. Have you actually spoken to any millennial? Most of them, they feel sad and like they are stuck in their jobs they are stuck in places they don't want to be okay so sometimes when you say stuck at their jobs that's because they don't have any means at that point in time so and they know they have to feed their family as a home they can't just leave that job they're doing not getting what they want or something better do you understand at that point in time so they're stuck to that yes because there's no means to go further at that point in time so it's not like they're actually being stuck like that but because they have families to feed so you all are encouraging like staying where you need to stay just to make ends meet no if you have means to go further please do you want to say something from us i would say millennials are actually not suffering yeah we're not suffering please because we're growing and here's the thing once you get to a certain age whereby you're married and then you have kids you have to provide for your family because i mean they grow up yeah we have kids yeah um you have to go to school you have to do everything yeah feed them clothes and all of those things exactly so we have to focus on what are you going to do how are you going to you know how are you going to raise you up as a kid you Mm. know become a responsible child before Mm. we can start focusing on ourselves because i mean if i'm a bad parent it means that you're going to be a bad child the way i raise up my child is the way my child is going to grow up definitely if i raise up my child in a very terrible way and i'm not focused on my own i'm not bringing money in where is the child going to be Nowhere. Under the bridge. We're responsible. We're focused. That's what we're doing. We're not doing, oh, I want to express myself. We're expressing ourselves here by providing for you the things that you need by making you follow your dream. The main thing is most agencies just do not care about anything except themselves. Yes, thank you. Because it's just ridiculous the way I hear all this thing. Oh, um, I need to take care of my mental health. I need to do. Uh-uh. It's because you're putting yourself online. That's why I need to take care of my mental health. Yes. Walk out. Do some work. Make some money. Exactly. Do something for yourself. I thought be responsible. I think that's the way you actually develop sense and actually, you know, do all these things because we're not sad. We can have fun if we want. If yeah. you want to drop your kids and follow our dreams, can't do it. Definitely. <laughs> but why do you all have this notion that Gen Z's are lazy, irresponsible youths? Well most of them are not all i've seen a couple yes the ones that say they're woke to be honest i feel like the woke ones are the ones that are really developing themselves building up themselves yeah learning yes you understand the ones that claim to be influencers influencer is a very big word if you don't understand it yes. are just ones that does on tiktok exactly yeah, you're not influencers <laughs> you're wasting your time doing everything because you have how many followers you get what you're yeah, doing you're living that way it can't be forever yeah, personal problem you're not influencing anybody you're influencing stupid mindsets you're influencing people that want to go want to dress anyhow i want to just trend see let me explain these person you influencers are what you're sharing influencers are people that thank you very good way because you're well that you can actually learn from yes yeah, those are real influencers I'm saying that music is a bad thing, yeah. People can influence in music, like people can influence in fashion, people can influence in dance. Yeah. yeah. But if you are influencing in ways that are going to grow you mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially, hmm. 
those are influencers. Oh, come on, drop nonsense for you. See, I'm an influencer. All my brand people. Yeah, and most of them are liars, living yeah, exactly. fake lives and all. Liar. And then those watching them want to do the extreme just to be like them. And yes, then in the end, you start seeing my mental health. This some of them now end up doing things that affect their future. See, fame is not the best thing. No. People that have fame hate it. Mm. You will never realize the people that have fame hate fame. Hmm. It's not understandable. People are doing these things to survive. Hmm. Most people cannot survive without the money that is coming from. Yes. People want to trend because they survive. Hmm. You think they like being outside? You think they like you? I mean, hmm. trust me. If you're in front of your camera twenty four seven, I'm not going to sex you are coming in front of the camera 24-7 and everybody's coming to you, calling your name, shouting your name. See, one wrong picture can send you to jail. Well, True. See, if you really want to be woke, be woke to reality, no mm. emotions. Nice to see that on social media. Yes. Because me, yeah. I mean, I'm saying all these things because I've seen things here. Yeah. I work in three business sectors. I, I work in business, I work in food, I work in media. I've met people that are fake influencers. I've met people that are aspiring to become, mm. you know, big people. Hmm. Yeah, I've met people with no sense that speak these things. I've met people that have, you know, seen reality and hmm. stuff. Yeah. So I always choose to follow the right path. I'm not saying that you are winning the wrong path. There's always a chance to, you know, redirect you. Yes. I so think that's why this conversation is here. Yeah. Oh, but you, you made this whole conversation seem like Gen Zs are actually like living an illusion, like something that is not real yes. at all. Yes. Most of them are not even in their reality. They're not in their reality. Everything is on the phone. Trust, Trust me. Yes. Most of them. I strongly disagree. I see. I've seen things. You know, I move with a whole lot of like guys and I move with people that are younger than me. I know what I'm saying. It's based on what they see on social media. Some of them can't even decide for themselves. Take away social media. Some of them can't decide. For, ask them what do they want to become in life. I just want to be myself. What's that yourself you want to be? They can't say it. Alright, can I do something here? Okay. I'm the media department. I know every single thing about media, from fashion media to um, designs to graphic designs, everything. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to ask you questions, Jerry. Yeah. I okay. like to answer. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So you're a fashion enthusiast, yeah. Yes, I am. Um, this might not sound related to our topic, but um, okay. So, where do you get your fashion ideas from? From the internet. <laughs> I will. From where? From me being in my space, me trying to channel that creative side out. Hmm. Me trying to do good in my craft and all. Oh, okay, where do you channel that creative side from? You used to? Yes, I yes, do. Does. Where did you learn sewing from? From um, a fashion designer here yes. in Accra. From a fashion designer. How did you find out about fashion designer? Did you go through the person's history? Did you find out the person from, I don't did you ask the person questions? Did you know do all hmm. that kind of stuff? Or was it from social media? <laughs> I actually knew his brand from social media. Phone, can you drop your phone for a week and meet fashion designers without social media? Hmm. Yes, it's possible. Can you connect to people without social media? Yes. Hmm. Can you advertise your brand without social media? No. Hmm. I want you to tell me ways that you can advertise your brand without social media. Hmm. I want you to tell me ways that you can get ideas without social media. Oh. I want you to tell me ways that you can do graphic design 
that you can print out things here without social media. Wow. <laughs> it seems like you want me to go back to the arcade camera where we had to like go fetch water from the river and everything because it's not about go fetch water from the river. Let me tell you something here. Most of the great typographers, the typography is graphic design, it's only graphic design, it's only calligraphy. Hmm. Yeah, it's only graphic design and everything. Now, let me tell you, most of the guest typographers, example, there's, there's, a, there's a lady, um, I've actually forgotten her name, she's a typographer. Yeah, hmm. she doesn't get ideas from yeah, the internet, she doesn't get ideas from pinning trees, oh. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, she, get, she gets her ideas from her own ideas. Hmm. Companies come to her design logos to design things they bring mm. out stuff to you mm. and then what's it called she designs she mm. walks out to the streets she enters taxi cabs wow she looks at that's where she gets inspirations from mm. it's not from social media so i want you to tell me everywhere that you get your inspirations from your designs mm. from, well i think about we shouldn't just direct this to jerry direct this to the gen z's that would be listening <laughs> to this conversation <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Every single gentleman is actually listening to this. And if, if you please send it to my DM. Yes, I'll send it to my own DM too. I'd like to see your storyboard. I'd like to see every single piece of gear. Just drop your phone. See, you have broken the table already. Obalalu, you have broken the table already. Now it's for me to pack it and go and discard it completely. Speaking as a creative Obalalu, there are ways, various ways in which we like bet ideas. Yes, there are various and ways. I want you to tell me these ways. Hmm. These ways are ways, are, are ways that are personal. Are personal because going to maybe a lot of people are being inspired when when they get like in contact with nature. Okay. A lot of people when they like see art. A lot of people when they see different things. Okay. But I'm someone that when I'm alone. Excuse me. Where do you see your art? How many art museums do you know in Nigeria? Hmm. Art is everywhere. Life is art. Hmm. Life is yes, art. You don't necessarily have to get yes, to a museum to see I'm art. I understand you. I'm asking direct questions. Okay, if you see a tree and how can you bring out art? Yeah, but it's working. I'm an artist. I'm an, I'm an artist. <laughs> I see. I can, I can tell you things. How can you design? You see a tree and art you can't. Please tell me a story from it. No, I didn't get that. What I did you say? You see a tree. I said you see a tree and a car. Please tell me a story from it. Mm, and a car. Hmm. You're an artist. You're a fashion enthusiast. You're into fashion. Fashion is not about telling stories from your art business. You dress up really nice. Yeah, you, mm. make, you, know, you know you know how to do it. Please tell me. Tell me because I mean fashion, there's always a story about your fashion. Mm. There's always a story behind your fashion story. Mm. Yeah, there's always something that you wear to mm. I mean, why did you wear it? What mm. makes it what makes, what makes it unique, different from the others? What's the name of your brand, your brand? Mm. I mean, what's make, the name mm. of your brand? Mm. What's the inspiration behind it? Yeah, what's the inspiration yeah. behind it? So I'm yeah. actually telling these are the things I need. This thing you asked yeah. was the question someone asked me when I started this podcast and said, "What's the what's the what's the story behind the less simpler?" And that person was obviously thinking maybe I would start stammering. I know when she asked me the question, and I definitely delivered. I was like, "This old the less simpler is to spark up conversations, so it makes it less simpler for you to think." Oh. I wanted to speak about this conversation. Someone has spoken about it. Let's listen to this podcast. Let's listen to this episode. There we can start up a conversation. So I get you when you say that. That's that's a really good one. I see when I said you guys are gonna break tables, we broke the table already. I'm sure the Gen Z's are definitely going to be pissed at this conversation. But then the truth is, if we sit back and, and actually think about these things, these are things that we need to put in place, most especially for the Gen Z's. You can't see an adult start up a business and not have a storyline behind it. 
there must be an inspiration behind everything there must be something that you know they can't just say oh i started this business at this point in time and i just yeah i just started because i woke up and i want to start it no there's always a story behind it every idea innovation new inventions being being like better into nature yeah actually started from like a creative process yeah so going back to what obalulu said about seeing a tree and yeah and a car okay <laughs> when i see a tree okay i i can make a a furniture out of it okay i can make a good chair i okay. can make clothing from it and all of that going back to the creative days i don't want to sound so religious and all seeing a car a car signifies motion and comfort so i don't know what you want or what you mean by like it's being yes yes and a lot of gen z's are actually owning it and standing up to tell their stories i'm telling you to drop your phone drop your devices for one week tell that story print it out print out the whole image and promote it without the use of social media can i ask you a question after doing your own work of sitting down, looking at how you can market your products without the social media, how are you going to reach a large audience without the internet? Bro, we need to be aware that the internet is there to stay. In as much as millennials are trying to... I'm not saying the internet is bad. I'm not saying the internet is bad. I'm saying that you, you guys put your whole life on the internet and depend on the internet. Yes, because that is how we choose to express ourselves. What do you want to yeah. You know, you know, I want to say something. Okay, go on. I have a business. Yeah, Cynthia knows of this business which I started a long time ago. Yes. Yeah. I started a business without the use of WhatsApp yes. and all these things. I went to people myself. I went to you started from church, fortress. I mean good money hmm. from all these places without the use of social media. Hmm. Yes, I think you have. See, Avalelua, we're going to spend like hours, days on this conversation. <laughs> Maybe they'll be like, I don't know, if there's a need for like a part two. Maybe there would be, but <laughs> what? Maybe there should be a part two. Let's hear what the Genses have to say as regards this. I think we'll have to put a, a pause to this. I love this episode like so much, guys. Like I super, I love it. Thank you so much, Obalulu, for your contribution. Thank you so much, Jerry. I mean, you guys made it really fun. Thank you so much. I'm super grateful. And I just want to say, guys, that if you like this episode, just drop a comment, subscribe, and also follow. I will be putting um, their Instagram account, caption section, for you guys to follow them and ask them questions. Speak to them, most especially Obalolua. If you have questions for him, please, direct. he would answer it. He's available to answer. <laughs> I also have a question for you. Obalua, okay, one last question. Th- that would be in your DM. Okay, he said he has a question for you in your DM. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, to another time. Thank you, Obalulu. Thank you, um, Jerry. Okay, yeah, that reminds me. Yes, I almost forgot about the game. Well, <laughs> it's a sixty seconds game. All right, Obalulu, are you ready? Don't disappoint me. <laughs> All right, sixty seconds. Tell me five words that starts with some um, E and ends with E. Five words that starts with. E and ends with E. Your time starts now. Uh, five words start with E and ends with E. Uh, edible. Okay. Okay. Sixty seconds is almost uh, over. Eve. 
Eve, Eve, okay. Um, Five. I'm Luke. Four, okay. One last one. You are eight, eight, five, four, three. Time's up. Time's up. You mentioned three. You mentioned three. Okay. Um, Jerry. Yeah. 60 seconds. A word that starts with E and ends with E. You mustn't say what he said. Envelope. He, he said envelope. Eligible. He said eligible, didn't you? No, he didn't. He said eligible. He said, oh, okay, okay, eligible. Eligible. Okay. I. Okay. You. Okay. There he's going. <laughs> Terry's green. Terry's green. <laughs> yeah, peace. Okay. <laughs> um, six. Yes. <laughs> that's another. <laughs> no, no. Air freeze is two words. Okay, so that's that's wrong. Your time. Four, three, two, one. Well, you both tried. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank I really you. appreciate you guys. Till another time, guys. Love you. See you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much, Abalulua. Thank you, Jerry. God bless you. You're welcome. Yeah, bye. Mwah.